Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am Massive Simpsons Dork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this show, we will talk about an episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons. This week, it is the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie Show. And with me are fellow Simpsons fans, Roland Hoffman. Hi. And Lisa Dibb. G'day. Thanks for having us in your place, Dibb. Oh, tearing down the curtain that we're not doing <laughs> it at your place. Uh, but, oh, I like you. We're, that we're, we're not doing li- it at my place rather than a studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roland, second time on the show. Yes. Congrats. Thanks. <laughs> Why you congratulate is your decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I have uh, deemed you worthy to return. Congratu- congratulations. Congratulations for being my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the episode is Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie, which we have just watched. Um, good episode. All right, that's the show. <laughs> uh, before we delve into it, because uh, it is your first time on the show, Dib, mm-hmm. uh, I like to get the backstories and the background on every new guest in terms of uh, their relationship with The Simpsons. So, okay. um, Not like their, their ancestry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's for the um, Patreon. Um, uh, yeah, so do you remember when you started watching the show? I, I don't because yeah. uh, I think it's it's literally just always been a facet of my life. Yeah. I think, and yeah. you might know better than me on this, I think it started the year before or the year that I was born. I was born in 87. Oh, yeah, it started 89. Yeah, so. Late 89. Yeah. yeah, there's never been a time in my life when it hasn't been on. Yeah, and yeah, totally. Yeah, so as a child that grew up watching a lot of TV, yeah. uh, I naturally watched a lot of The Simpsons. And yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it, it's only been when I've met people who didn't grow up with it, like people who grew up in Tasmania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have to see like the gaps in like pop culture references, not even just like, oh, you reference a Simpsons thing and people who know The Simpsons get it, mm-hmm. but things that have just been totally absorbed into pop culture that mm-hmm. you don't actually realise that it's from The Simpsons because it's so deeply embedded in there. Yeah. yeah. Just like phrases and, and and slang and words and stuff that have just made their way in and just been completely absorbed over the last oh, 30 years. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were talking about this before we started recording how like I'd watch a game show as a kid, like Millionaire or something, and I'd know the answers to questions. And my mum would be like... Well, that school's doing a good job. Like, <laughs> no, <"Nah."> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was exactly the same. And um, my my favorite episode has always been the first Treehouse of Horror because it had the uh, Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven segment, which I think is like beautifully directed and beautifully drawn and so well performed by everybody. But it's all it also made me get into poetry like yeah, there you go i was like i was like oh wait what is this and when i finally got onto the internet i was like i'm gonna look up that poem <laughs> and then i just you know just started getting into gothic poetry as one does yeah. <laughs> um and now i know the raven off by heart thanks to the simpsons i like people used to think the simpsons would like make their kids be bad and swear yeah. and, and it's yeah. getting well, them yeah. into gothic poetry yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of like classic film as well like we were saying like citizen kane and kate Fear, we were talking about off mic mm. uh, yeah before and yeah, it's hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely things that I've watched just because I've been like, God, they reference it so much in The Simpsons. I <laughs> yeah. should just watch it, yeah, and see yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the amount of times that the show 
references things that there's no way that their audience would get. <laughs> like, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember in one of the Treehouse of Horrors, Bart is dressed up as Alex from A Clockwork Orange. Right. And I'm like, yeah. how many children <laughs> are like, have yeah. seen Clockwork Orange? Yeah. Uh, well enough to like recognize the costume. Don't yeah, show yeah, your yeah. children a clockwork orange. <laughs> what's the what's the the Japanese film? The, the, <laughs> There's only one. Hang on. <laughs> oh. oh, you liked. That's not how I remember it. Oh, Rashomon. Yeah, yeah. I thought you liked Rashomon. <laughs> that's not how I remember it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a brilliant. That's actually a fantastic joke, which I did not get till like a few years ago. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> well. On that same vein, uh, we do this every episode. Let's get into stuff we didn't get or appreciate as children with mm-hmm. a specific episode, Itchin, Scratchy and Poochie. Just noticed for the first time then when she talk, says, we're talking about the original dog from hell. Yeah. It's like, Cerberus? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> Never one. got that Yeah, before. that one always went over my head. I was yeah. like, and it's always, it's got that beat of a joke where yeah. you're like, I think something funny was just Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until like well, you get a bit older, you're like, haha, that's actually a really funny bit. Yeah. Um, and I another one I wrote down that I never appreciated because um, obviously this episode are uh, real big meta episode yeah so quite self referential um, I got that as a kid watching yeah. it I'm like yeah oh, this is like you know taking the piss and yeah. stuff it is breaking but, the fourth wall a bit yeah mm. but um, particularly with Roy who yeah. we'll get into <laughs> soon but um, even like Marge's line about like, those writers make me so angry like a uh, yak in heat <laughs> is Which he, is, do you think he's going to do the voice every time? <laughs> I'm hoping so I'm not a fan that's why people listen <laughs> and uh, yeah I didn't get that's a like that's an example of bad writing yeah. so like it's and I'm like oh just great shit yeah. great shit but yeah re- it's just so interesting watching this an episode from the golden era, yeah. from season eight. Fucking great season. And they're referencing the fans that are yeah. giving shit to the show. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. you look at reviews of The Simpsons from that time, and they're particularly, like, this was back 97, so yeah. internet, very new. So the people that were using the internet were, like, proper yeah. nerds. <laughs> like, real nerdy nerd nerds. And they were just <laughs> hating on the show. Yeah. They were, like, the people that had set up um, I think the first Simpsons website was alt.simpsons or something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the like comic book guy is a direct response to that. Like, yeah. he's worst episode ever. Yeah. That is stuff that people were saying online. Yeah. Mm. And it's such a... And I remember even just as a kid thinking, fuck, that's a good rebuttal from Bart. Yeah. Where he says, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's the, little, the little dialogue they have when comic book guy says that... Yeah. I, I feel as a loyal viewer, they owe me. Yeah. 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 And then Bart's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you Idiot. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's. The- yeah. <laughs> um, I like I'm saying all that, but we'll absolutely rip into <laughs> anything post season eight. I'm like, fuck those yeah. idiots. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's so interesting that that episode was made then. And you're like. <laughs> well, that's like one of the things I wrote down is that like, like we said before, it's a very meta episode, but it's a, it's interesting in a way that it's, it's a episode that gets more meta the more time goes on. Yeah. The more the, totally. actual, the actual show continues. <laughs> absolutely. And it's like, uh, that's what I think that Lisa said. It was just like, uh, look, it's like nothing necessarily wrong with it, but these characters can't, continue to relate to people for so long like yeah. after a while it's, I thought you it, meant I said that uh, oh no because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've character. noticed this Roland I have a similar name to uh, the to, to a character in similar, the show similar but Dib sounds like Simpson <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> uh, but the uh, thing is though like it is kind of I guess you could 
call it a gimmicky episode, sort of, just for mm. the fact that it is quite meta, but it still works on its own without that factor. Yeah. Um, I honestly think you could watch that episode as, like, the fir- one of the first episodes Simpsons you've ever watched yeah. and still get a lot out of that. Oh, yeah. Like, it, and it's got... It's even got a little bit of heart, like Homer's bit at the end. Like little speech thing, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like that's, it's not, you know, bring a tear to your eye type shit, but it's like, oh, that's nice. And the way it's like the voice work, the way it's animated, like even the little like facial expressions on the characters in the room, like it's really well done. Um, And even just how they do like set up, she's only in a couple of scenes, but they set up that um, the voice actor for Itchy and Scratchy is like, yeah, she likes the fact that Homer is, you know, yeah. nice to her. There's a reason why she sticks her. up for him. At yeah, the exactly. Yeah. It's not out of nowhere. It's like, mm. yeah, it's is set she, up earlier. Is she based on anybody? Yes, actually. I'm glad you brought that up, Lisa, because when I was doing I thought a you might bit, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually didn't know this until I was researching the episode um, before we recorded today. She, I always assumed she was just based on who voices her, which is Tress McNeil, mm. who's someone that's been around for yonks. Yeah, uh, she's um. Probably in her 70s now, and she's just done so many different cartoons and stuff. She's big on The Simpsons. She does um, Skinner's Mom and Lindsay Nagel and a few other regular characters as well as heaps of one-offs. She's Heaps of Futurama stuff yes, as well too. exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely recognise her all the time. She's yeah. Just one of those mainstay voice actors that you just hear. It's like, oh, yeah, I've known that voice for a million years. Totally, yeah. yeah. So, what it actually is, is it's a parody of or an homage to June Foray who has been called... Well, this is a quote from Chuck Jones from Warner Brothers. He says, June Foray is not the female Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc was the male June Foray. Hey. Uh, so, she was like woman of a hundred voices. Like, she did Granny and Looney Tunes. She did oh, really? Witch Hazel. She did... Yeah. Um, uh, um, whichever one's not the moose in Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just say the squirrel in Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rocky, I think. Yeah. Um, Murphy only knows... <laughs> Two types of animals: a moose and not a moose. <laughs> Just like the flowchart in Murphy's brain, where he sees any animal, is like, is this a moose? No, no. not a moose. I That's- don't care. <laughs> so she's yeah, um, and I think she also does the Russian woman in Rocky and Bullwinkle. So she does heaps of different cartoon characters from like the fifties and onwards. So that's who that character is. Um, doesn't do Roadrunner though, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's who that's referencing. But I guess you could actually that was that episode was what twenty five years ago. I guess Tress McNeil has is maybe now more like yeah the um, the current June foray. And yeah, she's a nice little one off character. Yeah. Um, another one off character I really like in this episode is the guy in the focus group. He's yeah. like just a random <laughs> character, but I yeah. still like he has kind of a unique voice. Very that whole scene yeah. is very funny. Yeah, um, he had, yeah he has a, good, a few decent laughs in there as well. Just like a little thumbs up to the window, yeah, <laughs> to the mirror. Yeah. That's great, Murphy. Obviously, you're forgetting the best one-off character. <laughs> like not even in this episode, but in the whole show. <laughs> Poochie. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, Roy. And so um, I picked this episode just because, yeah, I, I thought it'd be a good one to do. But also, after I'd already picked it, I was like, oh, and it actually works well because we once did a trivia night dib. Okay, yeah, where, I was going to reference this. <laughs> where I um, accidentally 
Right, so it was the Simpsons trivia night, yeah. and uh, I guess a few people there might have been dressed up, like, and in the theme of the Simpsons. <laughs> no, no and- nobody else was. That's the thing. I, well, I, I really I- must stress that nobody was dressed up. Well, anyway, I rocked up, and I had a hat backwards and a green long shirt, yeah. and Div was like, you have dressed as Roy from the Itchy and Scratchy episode, oh. <laughs> and took, you took a photo and put it on Facebook, and was like, Murphy came as Roy to the Simpsons trivia night. <laughs> and everyone gave it heaps of likes and yeah. you commented after an hour You're like wait I feel like I should stress this was not intentional yeah. <laughs> this is just Murphy's whole vibe <laughs> I mean you, look you are very Roy you flit in and out of people's lives <laughs> And you're bodacious. <laughs> After this podcast, I'm going to go move in with two sexy ladies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that whole Roy thing uh, is just so good. And they don't ever play it. Mm. Like he's not, he's in very briefly in like three like scenes. F- yeah, three or four. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, very little. Only a few lines. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they actually, I don't know how true this is, but I think the executives at Fox had actually said to the Simpsons staff, hey, what about when you add a new character? <laughs> so I think that actually was something yeah. that they've been told to do, um, but it was you know that's such a like, I think the the classic example is the Brady Bunch how yeah. they introduced cousin Oliver yeah I think like ten seasons in or something to like spice it up and like it's just yeah it's like, yeah that's what the Brady Bunch needed more children <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. but um yeah it's very good satire this episode like just just the executives like thinking they know what's cool yeah. and giving all the ideas and then not taking responsibility for when it fails. I feel like that's so still happening today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's insane to me is that, like, The Simpsons does add new characters all the time, <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> not to the family. And, yeah, like, true. you've already got yeah, Maggie. Yeah. Like, they're not going to have just two, what, you're going to have two babies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some that might make a one appearance, but then they'll be like, oh, they'll, they'll use him again. And then after a while, he's one of those background characters. <laughs> and then, well, and then they ruin it like they have been doing for a couple of decades now. And yeah. then, yeah. like, they'll be the focus of an episode. Like, yeah. Gil's a great example of that like he's a great background character who came like who st- went from like one-off jokes to like longer like little bits in a scene and i love gil he had one, he's one of my favorite characters but i think that's why but i love he, him they because had, they don't give him a full episode he's yeah, used no, sparingly well, they have yeah, he in got the last 10 15 years yeah. i'll have i'll there, there's an episode where he killed kill like, gil yeah he like moves in with them i think yeah i haven't actually <laughs> seen it but yeah it's uh, it's that sucks. not great yeah yeah and um they definitely do with comic book guy fantastic yeah minor character mm. and he did he does pop up a lot in season sevens season seven and eight and probably because the internet was becoming more of a thing yeah so they were parroting yeah. internet culture um but um oh they've there's been countless episodes about comic book guy yeah. in the last 10 15 years it's like no that yeah. doesn't work <laughs> um but uh, a nice touch in the episode is all the and they do this in um, various episodes when they focus on Itchy and Scratchy, but the Itchy and Scratchy staff are modelled on actual Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, you writers. can tell because they don't look like normal Simpsons yeah. characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look like people that yeah. are meant to look like real people. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, the director, the guy that designs Poochie, when they're yeah. all yelling at him, like you know, um, that's meant to be David Silverman, who's okay. the main yeah. director on The Simpsons, and Unibrow. Yeah, uh, he must have a unibrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they he has a he plays a tuba, and the, they um, drew a tuba in his office. So oh, I didn't see that. Love shit yeah, like that. It's <laughs> real cool. Speaking of great characters, Roger Myers. Yeah, I reckon this episode's his biggest one. He's actually quite a like has a lot 
huge presence in this episode. Well, mm. this, this brings me to one of the other things that I, I didn't actually make too many notes, to be fair. Um, but one of the other things I had is that it's insane to me how many Simpsons episodes from like the golden generation mm. as well are based around itchy and scratchy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. It's, like this, it's just like a side little thing. It's like a, in this world, but then it becomes the focus of the focal point of like three episodes that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, there was, I reckon there's more than that. It's the original, um, which was Marge's, Marge versus Itchy and Scratchy, yeah. mm-hmm. um, where, yeah, she campaigns against it. Mm. Um, there is The Front, where Grandpa yeah. writes... Is well the credited yeah, writer. Well, that was four because I've yeah I forgot about there that. There we one. go. Um, <laughs> There's one with Chester Lampwick. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. the one I was thinking mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Uh, from season seven and this one, and then there's also Itchy and Scratchy Land. Oh, yeah. So yep. There's a lot of Itchy and Scratchy episodes. Like you yeah. said, for something that's just a you know, yeah. minor part of the show. Yeah. Like there's... And they're all good episodes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like it's... When you think of it, like there's more Itchy and Scratchy episodes than there are Barney episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, But it isn't really a minor part of the show because when you think about it, there is an Itchy and Scratchy episode in almost every Simpsons episode. I guess so. I think they... Yeah. Like they're always watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Um, Which means you get a lot of those great uh, puns that they come up with oh, for the yeah, titles. Title, totally. And it, 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 it is, even just Itchy and Scratchy in general, it's kind of a weird one because it's not a show. It's yeah, a, a segment show, on in, in, in a show. show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's such a weird concept. It's, so, we're watching a cartoon where the ca- cartoon characters are watching a cartoon <laughs> yeah. on a show hosted by a clown. <laughs> like it's, and it, So, yeah, it, it's all a little, um, for, for such a strange little concept. It is... Bizarre, yeah. there are so many episodes dedicated. Yeah. I guess it was their way of when they did want to do like a meta type of commentary. They yeah. had Itchy and Scratchy to go to yeah. for that. Um, well, yeah, because a lot of the times yeah, it's like the Itchy thing. and Scratchy episode in the show will relate to what the episode at large is about. Yeah, totally. Yeah, mm. like Lisa becomes vegetarian. It cuts to uh, Lisa. Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't, I'm not laughing at that anymore. Or like... Homer going into space, the episode yeah, they yeah. watch is Richie or well, Scratchy being blown up in space and Homer's just terrified. So, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. It's a good way for them to, yeah. Uh, Bart not being allowed to see the Itchy, itchy and Scratchy movie. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Another one. God, <laughs> how do we forget that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's so it's many. Insane. Yeah, totally. Um, like half the series is <laughs> this episode. But what's interesting is, uh, as it's basically the premise of this podcast, is uh, I believe the show to have gone downhill after season eight. No more itchy and scratchy episodes after season eight. Mm. Well, there may have been a handful, but I know for a fact that Roger Myers doesn't appear again after that episode. Really? Yeah. So, and another thing about Roger Myers. um, So, I've got got the stats here. So, this was his sixth and final appearance on the show, Mm. Roger Myers. But Alex Rocco, who Mm. plays him in that episode, his third and final appearance. All right. So, here's a little... I'm going to go through the history of... Roger Myers on Itchy and Scratchy. First episode... Sit around the fire. <laughs> ...was um, very early on, season two, Marge versus Itchy and Scratchy, mm. where played by Alex Rocco. Then he makes an appearance in The Front in season four, I believe, mm-hmm. where um, Grandpa is the quote-unquote yeah. writer of the shows. He's played by Hank Azaria in that episode. Right. I don't know if they couldn't get Alex Rocco or what happened. Yeah. Or they was like, eh, we'll just get Hank to do it. He plays it quite differently. And Roger Myers is a little different in that episode. He's way more angry and a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and he talks, He's the voice that Hank gives him is a bit more like old school comic book guy. Kind of yeah. like freaking kids. Yeah. Like real, like, yeah, he has a much different voice to Rod- to Alex Rocco. Yeah. Then R- Roger Myers makes very minor appearances in 
Itchy and Scratchy Land. Yeah. And a very, very minor appearance in Lady Bouvier's Lover, mm-hmm. where he's on an infomercial for the cell with Scratchy's arm. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Both voiced by Hank Azaria. Yeah. But then, I don't know, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein were like, why did we stop having Alex yeah. Rocco on? Because when they took over in season seven, they had... They had the violence died with Chester Lampwick, mm-hmm. where they got Alex Rocco back. Yeah, Roger Myers, who plays quite a big role in that episode, and then this episode, yeah, um, the Pucci. And look, that was pretty boring. Might cut all that out. <laughs> so is Alex I'd, Rocco like a well-known voice actor I'd, though? No, no, he's not even that. He wasn't even that well-known an actor. He is in a few mafia films i think i could be wrong i I think he's definitely in one of them i think he's in one of the big mafia films (laughs) um and he actually says he's in they get him in the commentaries for a couple of the simpsons episode uh, simpsons Mm -hmm. every days and he says that he loved doing roger myers because um it's one of his most well-known roles and he's he'll be at the shops and kids will be like mommy that's the itchy and scratchy man so yeah i oh he played mo green in the godfather there we go there (laughs) we go yeah that's uh he's also salvatore in the wedding planner the jennifer lopez vehicle oh shit of Uh, course (laughs) fucking idiots (laughs) well there you go yeah so i feel like he's um, he's also dead now so veil yeah yeah so um even if they wanted they couldn't uh bring back roger well they could yeah get hanker's area but i'd I'd love his um his performance (laughs) as roger myers and um but he's he's very heavy in that episode he's in most scenes i reckon he has more lines than march in that episode um is is yeah. do you think roger myers is based on one of the sort of like the big wig the big studio wigs like a louis b mayer type i think i read somewhere he's a little based on um, michael eisner who's yeah. the disney exec I disney believe. guy yeah mm-hmm. um i could believe that mm. mm-hmm. but uh yeah he's a good character but yeah they never never use him again after season eight yeah um yeah i challenge anyone to find this much content yeah. on roger <laughs> myers jr <laughs> Online, um, you know who you know who makes a brief appearance in this episode. Who is probably one of my favorite minor characters. It's Sideshow Mel. Yes, yeah. He, he has a, he has a great little bit where he's soliciting donations for the Rock and Roll Museum. <laughs> and I just every time Sideshow Mel is on, I think he just has this rich inner life that we never yeah, yeah, yeah. we never get to explore. He just seems so interesting. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, I did notice that that uh, that particular gag because it was just after like Crossy's had an argument with uh, Roger Myers Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's stormed off in a half. The door shattered. It's a one of my favorite. Uh, like dialogue free um, jokes of just the shot of Krusty in his chair <laughs> looking <laughs> up at Sideshow Mill yeah. trying to sort of get these donations. Yeah. And he's like, I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, even though you have so many scenes where Krusty is literally like injuring Sideshow Mill, yeah. that's the most. Like, yeah, the most pain he'll ever inflict on yeah. him is just that cigarette dangling, lean back in the like. Uh. Krusty's very stressed out in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That scene where he's like, I'm getting egged on the street. You gotta do something. He is just like, I don't know if maybe the, like, who does the voice of Krusty? Dan Castellano. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know if maybe Dan had a little bit too much of the, uh, a bit too much of the old, uh, Bit too much of the old. I'm pointing to my nose. I think it's my nose. He had a cold. Bit yeah. too much. Bit too much of that. Pseudoephedrine. Yeah. yeah. Nasalex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, Krusty is like off the wall in this episode. Yeah. He is like so 
high stressed out energy. It's actually yeah. kind of painful to watch. Webby well, actually brought this up last episode, I believe, unless I cut it. Um, <laughs> talking about how <laughs> Krusty is just so fun to watch in some of the early episodes. He's just so well animated, and yeah. he he can he's one of the characters where they can get away with making him look a bit more cartoonish than other characters because yeah. he is a clown. Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, he's just so yeah the way he pulls his hair and stuff. Yeah. It's just so well an- animated. Yeah. And I do actually love when he gets his like his uh, shriek on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a, not this episode, but where he's got like gambling debts and he's like bet against the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, and like, yeah, like the expressions he gets away with, like uh, when uh, I can't remember which itchy and scratchy episode it is, but when it's they've got the like. Uh, Oh, worker and parasite. Worker and parasite. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. I know exactly the shot you're talking about. It's when they cut back, back to, to him, him after yeah. the. It's this, the way the cigarette's dangling. Yeah. His whole fa- whole mouth yeah. and face is drooped, and the cigarette's still dangling. And he says, and "What the hell was yeah. that?" Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, it's that shriek again. It's like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> Funny you mention that because I actually just saw uh, a meme featuring that. Yeah. Well. It wasn't a meme so much as they had the trailer for the new Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen it, um, yeah. but it's, yeah, the trailer for the new Space Jam, which is Granny. Going back yeah. to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does some funky trick and she goes, yeah, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes, communist cinema soon. And then it cuts to Krusty. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> and I laughed so much. Yeah, that is very good. It, it's a really bad trailer. <laughs> I don't think Murphy knows what a meme is. <laughs> well, no. Tell me if this is a meme because... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Tell Me If This Is A Meme. <laughs> uh, this ep- Watching this episode, I was like, oh, so many of these scenes are used on like... Yeah. Simpsons meme pages yeah. and shit stuff. posting. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the um, focus group bit where he's like, "Yeah, so you want something that's completely off the wall, but with um, down to earth moments." Yeah. They use that a lot. Uh, I've seen it a lot. Um, Simpsons versus the Liberals uh, yeah. use it a lot in there. Mm. Oh, yeah, um, like I remember they did it when Scott Morrison was announcing the COVID restrictions. Yeah. <laughs> when it was so contradictory and no yeah. one knew what it was going on. So they were like, so people are meant to stay inside, but they can go and buy jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, then they'll often have like um, Scott Morrison or whoever it is, his face on Millhouse. Yeah. And, and, say, and also you should, yeah. Uh, I've seen that one a lot. And um, whenever someone leaves or dies on a TV show, I feel there's always a meme of, Poochie. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 back like, to his own planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I've seen like the, the bit in that scene where Ralph is like, pre- is, like gets turning yelled at, knob. turning the knob. Yeah. That's so well yeah, done. That comes up a lot. Oh, I love Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good character. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if he actually says anything in that episode apart from... Oh, no, oh he's he like, has, uh, my knob tastes funny. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> oh, please it's only now that you said that that I <laughs> yeah. realize how filthy that sounds. Yeah, same, sounds. right? When it comes out of a child, it sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cut that out, Murphy. <laughs> Jesus. Another thing I liked in this episode was two very good Homer moments. I mean, I know there's always a lot of good Homer moments in a Homer-heavy episode, but I loved Homer's little half-reading glasses. Yeah, yeah. I love whatever he has yeah. those. Makes him look academic. Yeah, and I also yeah. love that he reveals that he loves cheap trick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Yeah. I, I definitely didn't appreciate it as a kid. Yeah, but no. yeah. I forgot the cheap 
tricky. I do love that uh, the, those glasses always come out in like, I think he only ever wears them in the kitchen and it's usually a back and forth between him and Marge, which is... Oh, no, sometimes, uh, sometimes it's, you know, when, when he's in bed reading reading a document yeah. of some sort. <laughs> he uh, also wears it in an episode in bed where he's reading a cereal box. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a few little touches in this episode I loved. I never appreciated before watching it just then, Mo wearing a suit at... This yeah. Gucci <laughs> premiere. Everyone else is dressed in their regular yeah. clothes. Mo has oh. dressed up for it. He got yeah. all dressed it. up. Yeah. It's and his one night out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite running gags is the uh, way Mo always calls Marge Midge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. So, like, the way, like, just the intonation he puts on it every time is just always perfect. <laughs> So uh, hey, a midge. Yeah. <laughs> in that in that scene as well, when they're all watching the um, when they're all about to watch the episode, a good thing the Simpsons does is whenever there's a bunch of characters who are all talking at once, there's always one that's pitched slightly higher. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's sort of a bit of a, a joke that you're meant to listen out for. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. in that scene, there's a bunch of the characters all waiting to watch the Poochie episode, yeah. and Barney says. <laughs> Poochie was actually based on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, and I also love Jasper's there. Like, they've yeah, invited right? Jasper. That's yes. what to me as well. Sometimes they know Jasper, sometimes they don't. Because, <laughs> like, I guess he's grandpa's friend, yeah. but they're sitting on the opposite sides of the room. <laughs> also, he was like, my son is premiering on a TV show. Do you want to come, yeah. <laughs> my friend? Yeah. Um, like, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, a scene in which Homer and Jasper speak yeah. to each other. Uh, yeah. Maybe in the one where Homer moves into the retirement home, I think he might chat to him oh, in that yeah. when yeah. Um, Apu's crashing at their place. Yep. There's also, Jasper doesn't speak in this, but one of my favourite moments from The Principal and the Pauper is when they're all going to Capital City <laughs> and I was like, so why is the teacher here? Uh yeah, why is the old lady and the teacher here? Because we're going to get Skinner. And why are the kids here? Because we didn't couldn't find Grandpa. Why is Grandpa here? Because <laughs> Jasper didn't, didn't want to come, come alone. <laughs> and then you see Jasper with his beard flying in the wind. It's like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Jasper didn't want to come by himself. That's actually what I... Yeah, this is a brilliant joke. Jasper getting his beard stuck in the pencil oh, sharpener yeah. is always one of my favourite bits, especially because it's not really clear where his beard ends and his mouth starts. <laughs> so it kind of looks like... The animation of it kind of looks like his mouth is going to get sucked into the pencil yeah, sharpener. Yeah. Yeah, and just grandpa in that as well. Like, oh, you're on your own. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Ja- that also episode is that's a paddling. That's yeah. a paddling. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's very good. But again, because he's used sparingly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. There's no I've fucking yeah. Jasper episodes. Yeah. 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 No, we don't. We don't want it. Wait yeah. for season thirty-eight. So yeah. oh, Jasper gets a girlfriend. Who cares? <laughs> I don't want to see or that. Or like him and Grandpa fight over a. A person in the old folks home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so him and him and him and Grandpa plot a heist at yeah. Las Vegas. <laughs> this is all good shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Al Jean's listening to this, yeah. going, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." <laughs> Give the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Moon pie. What a time <laughs> oh, to be alive. I guess, yeah, that's probably the closest Jasper comes to having a starring feature is yeah. when he's um the yeah. frozen man. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Um, although I guess he is just frozen in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only just realised that Poochie has a soul patch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah totally. That. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> that makes that character so much worse. <laughs> um, a few quotes in this episode. That hope someone got fly- fired for that blunder. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Where's Poochie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, quiet, you're missing the jokes. <laughs> I feel like I've used that a few times when people talk when you're trying to watch a TV yeah. show. And- I've- I've yeah. always liked, when are they going to get to the fireworks yeah. factory? <laughs> He's so upset. <laughs> He's yeah. devastated. He actually starts crying. I do love that. <laughs> I would like to know 
who wrote the Poochie rap? Oh, I feel like with those things, it's always you always hear that it's just the writer's room. Yeah, like they, like with last week, we're talking about Doctor Zayas. Yeah, and I linked. Uh, if you haven't checked out, check out the socials. There's a really good article on Slate where they talk where they break down how that whole musical was done, and it seems like it was just everyone in the room. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've got we haven't talked about the book this episode, oh, of course, so yeah. I've got it here. So this is season eight. So we're getting to the point in the book uh, where the pages are literally. Falling out. I'm going to dance to the Poochie rap at my wedding. The <laughs> <laughs> name's Poochie D and I rock the telly. I'm half Joe Camel and a third Fonzarelli. I'm the Kung Fu hippie from Gangster City. I'm a rapping surfer. You're the fool, I pity. <laughs> well done, Murphy. Now Thanks. do it as Marge. <laughs> <laughs> now do it as Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to uh, perform that at your wedding, Lisa, um, <laughs> then I will let you know what my manager says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what will we get? the episode out of 10 Ooh, i'll say seven yeah yeah it's not okay. one of my all-time favorites but it's pretty it's good quality it has two appearances of the slimy lawyer which i appreciate <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. he's always good value <laughs> roland i'd probably go about the same like yeah. it's a, it's a good episode but it's not up there with uh like my super favorites yeah okay yeah. i really like it i think Everything about it works. Um, it's a good mix of being self-referential, but also just working as a regular episode. Mm. Got a bit of heart to it. Um, got a lot of good gags. Voice work, top notch. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.75. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were going that in-depth with the, oh, with the point Maybe we're system. going this okay. in-depth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like to change the rating based on that? Um, 7.03, perhaps? No, no. <laughs> I, I might budget to a 7.5. Oh, no, fuck it. I'll, st- I'll stick with 7. Okay. Oh, no, 7.25. Oh, right. okay. Okay. There I'm we sticking go. with round numbers. Yeah. I'm not fucking around yeah. with decimals. Because well, like, <laughs> if you go out of 5, I'm happy with like point whatever. But if it's out of 10 and you say <laughs> something point something, I was like, well, that's out of 20 now, isn't it? <laughs> it's like 7.5. Just do 8, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Guys, if you've got issues with the number system, then you might find this will be your last appearance on the show, okay? Do we have anything to plug? Lisa, you have a podcast? I do have a podcast. Lisa, plug your podcast. (laughs) Plug your podcast, Lisa. Uh, I really thought we'd make a whole episode. (laughs) Without a Lisa, it's your birthday reference. Evidently not, um, which is fine. I used to get it a lot as a kid. And on the one hand, I didn't like the attention. But on the other hand, I liked the attention. <laughs> My sister's name is also Lisa, and uh, she's not a huge Simpsons fan, and she would keep getting it as well, and she hated it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, yes, I have a podcast called Reanimates, uh, where I invite people on to go through the strange and wondrous filmography of character actor Jeffrey Combs. I don't care if you don't know who he is. I, <laughs> he's uh, well. I mean, if yeah, you won't know who he is if you don't know really into horror movies. But he's you know he's uh, he's Herbert West in Reanimator. Milton and the Frighteners. He's really good. Like, just yeah. uh, just Google him. He's really good. And the podcast is really good, if I do say so myself. I don't know. Having friends on to talk about uh, something from cop culture in nerdy detail. Cop culture? Sounds a <laughs> bit... Cop culture? Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome back to the NY podcast. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, it's no, it's not. <laughs> uh, but good. But, yeah. So, um, yeah. It's uh, Reanimates Pod on... Twitter and Instagram, Reanimates Podcast on Facebook, and they've all got links to like the link tree where you can find it or just in your podcast apps. Check it out. Roland. Uh, I have nothing of note to plug except, once again, my Twitter feed. Just follow me on Twitter. I'd be happy. (laughs) At Rolando Hoffman. Do it. 
And while you're following people on Twitter and checking out uh, stuff on Instagram, why not go to Murph's Tavern on Instagram and Murph's Tavern Pod on Twitter and Facebook. And please rate and review the podcast um, on iTunes. Uh, thanks to Rob Caruana, who gave a very nice review. Um, apologies, by the way, if you are overseas listening and you have rated it on iTunes. I can't see the reviews. <laughs> it's so Why? bizarre. You, can't, you can weird. only see the reviews in your own country on the iTunes app or on the iTunes website. Huh. So, I'm sure I've got hundreds yeah. <laughs> of lovely reviews yeah. from people overseas, but can't see them. So, um, if you listen and you're like, what the fuck? You said he would give me a shout out if yeah. I gave a review. <laughs> it's probably because you're, um, you're overseas. 10 yeah. stars from Estonia. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's number one podcast in Estonia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, they're like, when are they going to get to the... Um, the Estonia Cutters episode. Yeah, yeah good. I was trying womp, to- womp, womp. Oh, Estonian just- dwarf. The little midget oh, right, guy. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. Um, what's something the Estonian dwarf says? Oh, Bart hits him when he's driving the car. Yeah. He goes, what a ride. He goes, you're telling me. <laughs> there we go. Not bad. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for being on the show, Roland. No worries. Thank you very and much. Sorry to all your Estonian listeners, <laughs> which you've now f- lost. <laughs> They're retracting their ten-star yeah. reviews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So um, to go back to that, please give a rate and review on on iTunes, or even um, if you have Facebook, um, you can review it on on that. So um, yeah, that would be great if you could do that. Please and thank you. Um, you going to thank me, Murphy? Yeah, I was just going back to my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Lisa. Thanks. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for that unprompted thank you. I was getting to it, I swear. Um, but yeah, thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Roland. Thank you for listening, listeners. Uh, thank you to The Simpsons. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we went for Thank them. you to the concept of television. <laughs> thank you to whoever invented animation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as I always say... Murph's Tavern. Bye!